We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Wednesday edition of Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio today. Three days away, Ole Miss and Georgia. Six o'clock ESPN from Sanford Stadium. The... Uh, Number one, number when are they in the college football playoff? Number two, number Georgia two, Bulldogs. Number two, and they're very pissed off about it. You can bet. Oh, that, that that's the thing now. Okay, as Mike Griffith just told me, I, I we're running a little late this morning because I taped more than an hour with Mike Griffith of AJC already this morning, and Mike said Kirby will absolutely find a lump in his oatmeal oatmeal each morning. He's going to find something. That's just part of his edge, and them being ranked number two is an insult. Okay, so number two, Georgia. Number nine, Ole Miss. Ole Miss moves up one spot after they lost from Oklahoma over the weekend and the college football playoff rankings. So we'll go over those a little bit. We'll still talk about how we would love to have a 12-team playoff right now and what that would look like as we are going to do every single week. It'd be awesome. It would be awesome. The conversation we'll be having, not to give away the, the part of the podcast that I'll get to in a minute, is our debate would be should conference opponents be able to play each other in round one? Or should they alter the standings oh. to not allow rematches or conference opponents to play in round one? Oh, I look forward to that conversation. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. As much as I've thought about playoff, and I've been <clears> on team playoff for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was one of the original founding fathers of team expanded playoff. And you're I, still fine with it going on and on and on and on. I'm fine, to, si- I'm fine to 16. Yeah, don't go 24. Anything beyond yeah, yeah, yeah. 16, and I'm going to be like, oh, that's stupid. And I get, for the record, we'll, we'll do our thing in a minute. I understand. I do not fight back against the people that go 16s too many. Sure. I get it. Yeah. It's, what are the odds that 13 through 16 would ever go through and win the national title? I mean, incredibly small. Yeah. What I will say, and then we'll get to our, we'll pay our bills, then we'll get going. The one thing I will say is I would love the idea of eight first-round on-campus games. Oh, no, that's true. It'd be awesome. The on-campus game is the win. Because the the growth for the sport that makes people excited to watch the sport is to see the different campus environments at their best. And you would get that. Iowa at its best. Um, Oregon, Autzen at its absolute best. Vaught-Hemingway at its absolute best. That's fun. Who wouldn't want to see that? Who wouldn't want to see Oklahoma in Norman at its 
TV broadcast comes on. You got the home crowd. Here we're yeah. going to kick it, and the winner gets Ohio State or awesome. whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Hare in a huge game with Washington coming to town in the first round early December when they cut to the eagle flying around. That's awesome, man. I mean, yeah. people would love that. Who wouldn't love that? That's that's the part of it that I love. But when the people push back and go, come on, Neil, 13, 14, 15, 16 is too many. I'm like, okay, I get it. I, 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 that's an argument. that I, I can't win that argument because spiritually, I know you're right. I'm just going, why not? Why not? I get it. But 12? 12 great. We should have done 12 a long time ago. This, The fact that this year, I mean, we'll do it in a minute. I can lay out a scenario for you where an 11, where a 12 and 1 conference champ gets screwed. Mm-hmm. That's, that's wrong. This is avoidable. No, it's, they deserve it because they've been bailed out year after year after year by sheer fortune. The football gods have looked down on that committee and gone, you bumbling idiots. We're going to take care of you. Because it's hard to go undefeated and stuff happens. We're going to fix it for you. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping the football guys go, you know, you guys did this way too late. This is the year we're going to screw you. The last one. We're going to really, we're going to really make this uncomfortable for you. We're going to make you, we're going to make you take a bunch of kids that went 12 and one and won a conference championship and tell them that you're not good enough. We're going to make you do that. Just one last time. So you, as you leave the room, you leave it with a that taste of vomit in your in your mouth. And as much as you're saying that, you know that they're going to get bailed out again. I know, I know. They'll end up getting bailed out, but I'm I'm hoping for the chaos. Look, if Ole Miss wins on Saturday, for all you guys, I will cheer for a way for Ole Miss to get in because how cool would it be? The other part of me, the part of me that hates this four team format and has hated it the whole time, and you know that, wants just an absolute train wreck to finish. I want the last scene to be carnage. There's people who still want the BCS. Just take two and play it out. It's so stupid. It's so. What what do we <laughs> what do we love about the NFL? The playoffs. What do we love about the NBA? There are people that hate the NBA that the playoffs roll around and they're like, oh, this is kind of fun. Why? It's playoffs. What do we love about college basketball? We love brackets. The tournament. American sports fans love brackets. We love the tournament. Yes. Why do American some American people can't get into the English Premier League? Because they don't really have a tournament. Yeah. We love tournaments. So you had the opportunity to have a tournament. We're like, no, no, we can't have a tournament. That would ruin the, that would that would kill the integrity of this. No one says that in the NFL. Everyone's like, week nine, here we go. If the Bengals lose Sunday, it's not the end of the damn world. I mean, if the Chiefs were to have lost in Germany to, to Miami the other day, no one goes, Well, that's it. That's it. It's over. Fire Andy Reid. No, it's, hey, dreams are dashed in November. No, seedings in January is going to roll around, and everybody who hadn't watched an NFL game all year is going to be like, "Oh, here we go, here we go." Bills, Dolphins, sign Done. me up. <laughs> I mean, why? Why? Why did anybody think that wouldn't apply to college? I never will understand it. I mean, we're, here we go. We're going to do. We're going to finally fix it. This should have been done a long time ago. A long time ago. Anyway, I'll stop. Go ahead. Grind, I actually agree with you. We'll get to that in a second. Podcast, all podcasts brought to you by MPW Digital, uh, presented by, by Twisted T. I will try to talk correctly at some point today. Oxford Exxon, Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West. You know about the beer cave, 34 degrees. Stop in again, 6 o'clock Saturday is going to roll around. You're probably not going to be in Athens when that happens. You can get some alcoholic beverages. The Oxford Exxon can help you out if you're in the area. They also can help you uh, with catering for next weekend, ULM, 11 o'clock game. So you're going to go ahead and need to get it together early. 
Get some uh, get some lunch taken care of, the ribs, the pulled pork, the vegetables, tons of options, as well as the lunch specials every single day. Five sixty nine, a couple sides, bread, any size fountain drink there with the Oxford Exxon, and we're coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is the number to call. Call it. Ask for uh, my friend Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. And the rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, but I recommend that you do. And that is hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guests will join on the Campbell Clinic hotline. Got lots of guests coming tomorrow, all day. Uh, lots of shows coming your way. They join on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic's in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. The Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. We will have a post-game show here at MPW Digital after Saturday's game. It's brought to you by Dead Soxy. Go to DeadSoxy.com. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove. Get 25% off the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. They got everything from the no-shows to uh, dressy to NIL to theme. It's all there at deadsoxy.com. Check them out. And uh, I'll have a post-game column as well. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at TMHomes.com or 662-567-2573. I don't hate that idea from just using BCS rankings to determine college football playoff teams. No, I'm good with that. Let the computers do it. Yeah. I got no issue. No, it's cool. I'm good. Should have just done this a long time ago. I, 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 get, I almost get angry because here's the scenario. You ready for the scenario real quick? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's see, Georgia loses either to Ole Miss or Tennessee. Okay, eleven and one Georgia, eleven and one Alabama. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to win the game. Yep. Okay. Uh, so they're in Washington, Oregon. One of them wins as a one one loss conference champ. They're in. Okay. Texas runs the table. Let's say Oregon wins because that way it gives Washington one loss. Okay. Already beat the team again, but didn't win the one that mattered. Okay. Uh, Texas runs the table. Uh-huh. One loss, Texas wins the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. They beat Alabama. Uh, do the Big Ten thing. I don't care. Michigan, Ohio State. Yeah, somebody's in. Take your pick. Who's out? Oh, oh, and Florida State runs the table. Yeah, that's the thing. Who? Who's out? Who's out? Chase, Texas, right? Why they beat Alabama? What if Alabama beats Georgia? I don't know. Who's out? And then Georgia's a one-loss team. Ole Miss might be a one-loss team. In that scenario, Ole Miss is a one-loss team. Yeah. It might be like seventh. Who's out? I don't want that to happen to you guys because yeah, yeah, yeah. y'all are good to me. You've been good to my family. You, I, I, I love you guys. I, I don't want that to happen to you guys. The chaos portion of me, sign me the hell up for that because they, they deserve it. This, this, they have, they have, this, is, this is the guy that is... There's a rattlesnake in the corner that he could just leave the room and never get bitten. But no, he keeps poking it. He keeps poking at it. And then finally it bites him. 
Well, son of a bitch, why'd you do that? Why did you pick on it? He was minding his own business. He wasn't going to do anything to you. You're going to leave, call somebody. They were going to get him out. Done. The house belongs to the snake, but you're safe. No, you poked at it. That's what they deserve. They deserve that chaos that I just described. They really do. They deserve that chaos, Chase. How many jobs would you rather have, or would you not rather have than the person who has to go in and get snakes out of houses? No. There aren't many, are there? No. There are not many jobs out there, including some that would be painful every day. Yes. No, no. Let's move off the snake topic. Hey, Neil, down a walnut streak, we got a rattlesnake in the bedroom. Can you come... uh, Get it out of the get it out of the house for me. We'll give you one of those little rods with the with the clamp on the end for you to grab it with. Here's and the, my in the, the five gallon bucket from Home Depot to put it in when you're done. Here's my two second notice, sir. I, I, I resign. Because <laughs> those dudes exist. They no, do. They do. I mean, thank God for them. Yeah. I'm, so the rest of us don't have to do I'm that. Glad somebody's but. psychotic enough to do it, but that's not me. But I mean, hey, I they deserve that chaos. And again, I don't I get it. I don't want that to happen to Ole Miss. I don't. Now, if Ole Miss loses on Saturday, from that point forward, oh, I am for all the chaos. You want the whole fire torch. I want the whole thing. Set it on fire. I want to watch it happen. If, if, if Ole Miss wins on Saturday, I hope it works out. I really do. Genuinely, from the bottom of my heart. Why are we talking about cats? Uh, on McCready and Siski, we have a portion that we just started called Life Advice. And okay. yes, yesterday, it was about cats. Okay. About someone dating someone that has a cat? I'll give you the cliff notes. Okay. This is called convergence, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm just curious. Let me, let me get it there. It's all good. My okay. eyes are tired, so we'll I, I can't read without them. It's okay. Uh, the person says, um, "Hold on, let me get back one more." Here we go. Yeah, cliff notes are fine. Nothing crazy. So, so there's this girl I, I like, yeah, and she's she's really great. We've been talking about maybe being a little bit more official for the past few days, but here's the problem with uh, why I'm hesitant to go that far just yet. I'm deathly allergic to cats, and she has two of them. I told her as soon as I found out about her cats that I was allergic. I told her that I don't want to make her decide between me and the cats because that's not fair to her. However, I also don't want to waste her time, so I need to know if I can handle being around those cats for the long haul. I'd love advice because I feel that we could get something good out of this. Um, Again, I really like her, and I want to see this work. I just legitimately can't be around cats. What should I do? And he, then he says, for the record, I haven't been around her cats in person yet. She always kind of hides them from me. I've oh. been, I've been a little sick. Um, at one point I asked for a photo and believe it or not, got it. Really? Yeah. I will show you the photo very carefully because I don't want, you're not going to post it on the stream. I am not. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to accidentally hurt anyone's feelings. Okay. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I had a lot of thoughts. But he hasn't actually been around the cat yet to see how bad it would be. He's been in the house where the cats are. And that's still enough with the dander. Made him kind of sick, yeah. Okay. But he likes the girl and Okay. What was the final answer? I'm not gonna give opinions or ask more questions. Just how did you end? I thought he was thought he was playing a little bit out of his league. And so that made that made me at least consider the possibility of snorting Claritin and seeing if you could get through it. But at the end of the day, it was like this is probably a probably a pretty big issue. Because my point was, if she had one cat, okay, if she had one cat, you could go well. 
you know, everybody sometimes gets a little lonely. Sometimes you go through a patch in your life when things just aren't going great. Maybe she went through a bad breakup. Maybe things just weren't good. Maybe a little down. It happens. It happens to the best of us. No, and she's, she's a got, cat person. And she got a cat because a cat was easier than a dog living in an apartment. And she just needed some companionship. Okay? Maybe. I get mm-hmm. that. I get that. 100%. Fine. She has two cats. No, she's a cat person. So she's a cat person. There's a difference. So when you tell her, hey, I don't want you to have cats anymore. How old are the cats? I don't know. But if she has two cats, the odds are she's going to have another cat. Are there one. such things as hypoallergenic cats like a golden doodle would be for a dog? That's a great question. See? This is why we have to work through these things. Yeah. Is there a cat version of a golden doodle? <laughs> I did her run. She's crazy cat lady. <laughs> and she's... Oh, God, I don't want to do this. It's not fair. Stop. Stop. Okay. I'm done. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was the okay. It's at the last. It's the last thirty. I mean, I got more. I'm just done. We can't take. I, I'm, it's I'm, the last thirty minutes of McCready and Siski. Uh, you'll enjoy it. You spent you, thirty minutes on it. We actually spent thirty <laughs> minutes on it because I I really went through it and then I said I kind of need a picture and then I got oh the one picture. of those hairless cats like on Friends. Yeah, like the yeah. the oh, no those, once those are saw, rats. Once I saw the picture, I was a little more intrigued. I was like, well, okay. Because she's she's attractive, and she's got that look where it might be kind of fun attractive. And it's not going to be outside cats. These are inside cats. That's just my guess. We're not going to convert them into... That's, these are not kill the snakes. Because those things are really good outside. Those are damn predators. Yes, yes. I mean, those some bitches... I mean, if, if I live out in the country ever, I'm getting Snake, a couple... All the cats. I'm getting a couple of outdoor cats. <laughs> I mean... They're going to take care of your stuff for you. Sign me up, yeah. <laughs> and we'll call them like killer and butcher. <laughs> Ain't any secret about what they are. <laughs> when, when they bring dead things up, you give them steak. Yeah. Like it is. Yes. Good, that good is. job, killer. <laughs> What's his name? Killer. <laughs> What's his name? Dahmer. Yeah. Neil has Neil has the cat version of Cujo. Yeah, He's looking yeah. to kill all the snakes and yeah. all the predators. <laughs> that that's that's Mussolini. Yeah. <laughs> we call him Moose. <laughs> Mussolini and Stalin are that's, my cats. That's Rasputin right there. Yeah. <laughs> Cujo scared the hell out of me as a kid. I had a hard time with Cujo. My grandfather, my dad's father, uh, died when I was in the fifth grade. And by the time I was old enough to kind of be cognizant, he, uh-huh. was, he was not particularly well. He had Parkinson's and stuff, but he he would call everybody Cujo. All the grand, he called the grandkids. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he called me Cujo. I never knew what the hell that meant. And when I got older, I'm like, what did that mean? Did he think I was going to grow up to be a serial killer or what? It's not a very good nickname. No, he just, he was old. He was old before he should have been old. Somebody sent to me yesterday. Did you see, and we're not, I'm going to get back on Georgia and Ole Miss. And we're going to talk playoff thing in a minute, but I got a couple minutes. I don't want to start it and then go into break. Did you see the uh, response from Matt Rule yesterday when he uh, was talking about his record? No. They were discussing the season or something. And Matt Rule, look, you play the hand you're dealt. He's talking about, hey, you know, we we haven't been great. We're trying. We're doing okay. We own five and four, but we have one game where the team scouted us. He claimed the Michigan loss as a scouting situation. Okay? 
45 to 7, the Wolverines <laughs> beat the Cornhuskers. Hey, Matt, I don't think that was because they were at your game, but This Michigan thing, I got a feeling this is about to blow up. Like something's coming down the, the down okay, the hatch. So yesterday the guy that worked uh is it Richard Johnson, he and Pat yeah. Forty Yeah, they have a story. Came out with a story where other teams had deciphered Michigan's signals and that they had scouted them and they had a Purdue person who mm-hmm. said that he spent double digit hours a week watching TV broadcasts to decipher signals. And the argument it is everybody does it. Yeah. It was done to us too. You should let us go. But the NCAA is going to shake its head and go, that is not illegal. What you did was illegal. And there is a very clear difference because you did it in person from the stadium. There's a big difference between watching TV footage that you and I could watch. It's available to anyone. And actually sitting in the stands and focusing your camera on nothing but the sideline. Yes. Because when I watch the TV, yes, I'm going to see the sideline some, but I'm not going to see the sideline the whole game. Yeah. When they show the head coach, you'll see the guys making the weird yeah, yeah, movements. Yeah. But I'm not going to see – I'm not getting a whole camera view of that. Yeah, I, I don't buy Michigan's response in any way. No. Of course not. The question is – now, look, again, they're playing the hand. Okay, I'll use it. I'll try. Sure. I just am really curious on what the what the hopeful punishment is from an NCAA standpoint. Is it coach? Is it team? Is it is it what it is? I don't know. That's what's going to determine things. I think they're going to try to make this guy the lone, the lone gunman, the lone crazy man. Well, they're going to try for sure. Not sure anybody buys it. Hell no. Yeah, one of your staffers just takes it upon himself to drive and fly all across the country. I mean, come on. Guy making thirty five grand a year spent wonder how much thousands on tickets and travel. How many millions is he getting paid to take the fall? I mean his coaching career is completely catapulted now, so ten million? It's probably high, but I bet it's closer to ten than one. Now we'll say this, Doors makes a good point. Doors rules twenty eight says why is Pat Forty toting Michigan's water? And I can't help but wonder if someone at the NCAA said, hey, what about this? Is it that or is he just getting his ass kicked by Dellinger and had to have something? Could be that. His editors go, hey, look. Because it's not just Dellinger. Yeah. It's, it's Dellinger and then it's the people at OutKick as much yeah, as they don't yeah, want to yeah, acknowledge yeah. that they exist. Yes, I know when I'm ambitious, I take it upon myself to spend 72% of my salary to make sure I go do the extra step. More than that. Because I also need 50-yard line tickets. About halfway up. On both sides of the field. Yeah. Yeah. Cheap. I mean, who who says no? Ohio State, Penn State. Let me just grab a few of those. I mean, it, Doors, it, it, it's worth a thought. I'm not ruling you out there at all. I mean, it is absolutely worth at least the the thought of why is that the one thing he had. I'm I'm watching, curious. Yeah. I want to see what happens first. Does Michigan get hammered? Does Harbaugh get hammered? Or does did they try to find a way to go? Hey, this was just this one guy. They but did, that this they impacts it, that this impacts Michigan's current season. I'm putting the odds below fifteen percent. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's not zero, but it's not high. Yeah, it's not zero, but it's not. It's eight, seven, six. Yeah, I was going to say, it's it's, it's ten or less. Yeah, something like that. So, 
All right, we'll talk more playoff in a minute. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. It's unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made of real brewed tea and packs flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation. Perfect balance, a taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team, you're tailgating in the stadium, parking lot, watching a bar, hosting friends at home. It's there to elevate your experiences. It complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that feels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with the personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you at rebelsretire.com. Again, rebelsretire.com. We'll have a hand-raised guys late tomorrow afternoon. It's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid, that's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D, or download their app and name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville and Memphis, uh, some in Indiana, and more coming soon that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. And we're brought to you by the College Corner. It's in Oxford now. There's also two locations in the Jackson area. It's the holiday season. Lord. It's the holiday season. Uh, be a great uh, gift. You can go to collegecornerstore.com or if you're coming up next weekend for the ULM game, stop by uh, the one off uh, Sisk Avenue in the Oxford Commons, 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear. Uh, Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. you got the warm-up patch, the overtime patch, uh, 20% off at GameChangerPatch.com with the promo code REBELGROVE20. And uh, we're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Jackson, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. To learn more, go to MyPinWealth.com. That's M-Y-P-I-N-N Wealth.com. Podcast is brought to you by Heavenly Sunshine. They've got Christmas on their mind, and they have holiday lights by Heavenly Sunshine. Christmas lights are beautiful. They can be a lot of work. Let them take care of the hassle and do the work for you. With their full-service installation plan, they'll install, take down, and store the lights. Commercial-grade LEDs that are 100% customizable to your home or business. They take care of the lights while you take care of the gifts. They've been serving the Mid-South and Oxford for four decades. Their full-service commercial and residential property maintenance includes power washing, softwash roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. That's HeavenlySunshine.com or 662-342-1203. Podcast also brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Season tickets on sale for baseball. That's renewals or purchases. Still some tickets remaining for season tickets for basketball season as well. The women next at home against Oklahoma on Thursday night at 6 o'clock. Men at home against Eastern Washington on Friday. They have a big one with NC State around the corner. So get those season tickets at OleMissTix.com. Tad Pad General Admission tickets still available as well. That is OleMissTix.com. And then single game football tickets for ULM next week. So no matter what you need, no matter what the sport, 
That's OleMissTicks.com. I was looking through Kirby's press conference a little bit, but he was about as boring as uh, Lane was. Just isn't isn't much there. Said a lot of good things about Kiffin and Dart and Golding, and you're not shocked by that. And that was that was about it. So let's see. That was kind of interesting. He opened up a Dart answer with, "I think Lane's quarterbacks take on a lot of personality from him, and they have a lot of moxie." I've certainly got that with Corral and Dart, but it feels like this is who those dudes are. That's not Lane injecting it into them in either one. I mean, Corral was certainly a more confident quarterback with Lane Kiffin at the helm. Yeah. Jackson. So he brings out success and whatever and whatever. Okay. But Okay. I, I, got a, I, got a, I haven't thought about this, but I've got a thought on this. Okay, sure. This isn't a criticism of Matt at all. I think Jackson has more natural confidence than Matt did. I do too. Yeah. I um, There's no doubt about that. I think Jackson has – you and I had this conversation in the press box with someone who forgot that Jackson's not from California. Oh, that's right. He didn't yeah. mean ill with it, so I'm not going to call him. He, he was – Yeah, we he, were just talking. He was like, you know, he's he's got – he's tough. He's got more than – it was the play when Basically, he Basically, he said that he was against the stereotype of the normal person from Southern California. Yeah, he got hit on that play where he got his bell rung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got up and he couldn't. He kind of stumbled back down and you're like, oh man, is he hurt? Because I was like, because I mean, the whole conversation was basically, I said, hey, I think it's upper body. And Neil goes, well, you got a damn near kill him to keep him out of there. Yeah. And then he goes, yeah, he's from Southern California and did the Southern California thing. Yeah, I said, I said, I think unless they shoot him, he's coming back. Yeah. And, and, and he comes back one play later and he was like, Southern California. Like, hey man, you forget now, this kid's from Utah. Yeah. This kid's from like rugged Utah. This kid's dad is a badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is not California cool. He he didn't go surfing on Saturdays. Not that there's anything wrong with surfing. Yeah, 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 sure. But he's he's they they hunt like big elks and things. <laughs> yeah. He's different. So I don't know that Lane feeds into Jackson's personality. I think what happened, if we're going to be all honest about it, is that Lane brought in Another Spencer. quarterback, and Jackson went. Oh no, uh, uh-uh. uh, I'm I'm going to show you. And we always rule out. Look, that'd be a really expensive thing, but that possibility that Lane look because Lane had issues with Jackson after last season. Didn't yeah. like some of the decision making. No didn't doubt. like some of the thing, and went. Hey, we're about to, we're about to see right here. I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, hey, it's 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 right there, and it worked. So, no, I agree with you. Um, I think Lane helped bring out Matt's confidence, but Jackson, it's much more inherent on a day-to-day level. I I, I do think that. Agreed. Um, both competitive as hell, both tough as hell. But Jackson just kind of wheels things here. Lane I mean, has an edge. Jackson has an edge. Like, they live yeah, edgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lane's, Lane's edgy. Lane likes to poke. And Jackson's... Jackson's got a lot of edge to him, a lot of confidence to him, a lot of – it's not even swagger. It's kind of – I don't know how to describe it. Just a, a determination kind of about him. It's one of the things about this team that I don't know that we've – I think is – you know, look, stories evolve over time. One of the things this team has is maturity. There's a – this is an older team. Like the people in the locker room, I'm not knocking the reporters who asked about it. Talking about last year, one of the things with last year's team is it wasn't particularly a mature team. Mm-hmm. It was kind of soft. Yeah, yeah. Always. 
I remember telling you this. I, mean, I talked to Jared Ivey in the offseason. Like, when did you first kind of sense things were kind of going south? He goes, oh, when LSU took a lead. I was like, y'all were undefeated. He was one of you asked. <laughs> first hit of his adversity. Yeah, just the moment the moment something went wrong. Why did the Arkansas game go so bad last year? Because they punched you in the face. Arkansas came out, the referee, you know, they did the introductions, and he said, let's get ready to rumble. And the, they rang the bell, and Arkansas comes out of its corner and just starts punching. This year's team punches back. That team was like, whoa, what, 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 what happened here? I thought we were going to feel each other out for a minute. I thought we were going to kind of dance around. That's what happened. They're just different now. <clears throat> he was asked how to uh, defend Trey Harris, and he said, it's hard, you can't. It's hard to put two people on him because of all the issues we just talked about before. You talk about the backs, the quarterback, they look for matchups, Lane looked for matchups. He's looking for every opportunity he can to get a high percentage matchup in his favor, and it's easier to do when you've got a you got big good wideouts and a quarterback can get him the ball, blah, 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 blah. But a lot of praise for him, for Kiffin, obviously. Talks a lot about how Kiffin keeps it more simple than most coaches, that most coaches outthink themselves, and Kiffin simply finds a matchup and stays with it. Yeah. And that that typically does not happen. A lot of praise for Lane as a as an offensive mind from from Kirby on Monday. It's one of the reasons that Matt had such success in that offense. Lane does a great job. He's extremely intelligent. He doesn't overthink things. He keeps it simple and doesn't think that, you know, you don't have to overthink things sometimes as a coach and probably doesn't get enough credit for that because he wants to beat you with fundamentals. He wants to beat you with his players just doing things within their system. It's just he does a great job. He looks for matchups. He looks for explosive opportunities. They've been one of the most explosive offenses, blah, 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 blah. I mean, they did the cute play with Watkins last week, you know, the the yeah. sneaky play. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, they don't do much of that. They, they're pretty Not a lot of reverse passes. No, stuff. people, it's it's so funny, the narrative. Again, Mike Griffith and I were talking earlier this morning, you know, this narrative about Lane that he's this wild and crazy, offensive, maniac, genius. I mean, not really. Not really what they do. They really run the football. They're very balanced when it works. But if you if you give them something they'll take it until you take it away and Austin, i i know this is a in some way sounds like a crazy thought i don't think pete golding would ever take the mississippi state job i think about that that's a brand new thought for me yeah sorry i'm strolling to the stream um i think he wants to let this play out i think you're right He's all right. He can pay the bills. Not an old guy. I think you're right. Got a minute. The problem with the Mississippi State job, the risk of being super repetitive, and I've done so many shows this week that I'm getting confused as to when I talked about it, is when you sit down with whoever the decision makers are at Mississippi State and you ask about NIL, can you get an answer that's satisfactory? Tyler Siski sat in that chair that you're in right now and said yesterday, and look, he knows John really well. He said, no. he said, John wouldn't take that job. And I'm right. like, well, what does he make at Troy? He said, a million dollars. I said, you're telling me that John Sumrall is going to walk into his house in Troy, Alabama, and look his wife, the mother of his children, I think her name is Jenny. That's correct. Two people that are probably going to stay together for a long time mm -hmm. till death do them part. He's going to look at Jenny Sumrall and say, hey, they offered me a 500% raise. 
four-year guaranteed contract, but I think we should stay here at Troy. <laughs> you're telling me she's going to say, that's what I said to Tyler. I said, you're telling me that she's going to say, John, John, we've been together a long time. We've been together when you were just like a assistant somewhere. Yeah. GA out at whatever. We, we, were, we were having tuna and ramen on Friday nights. You're telling me that the children don't, we, we, you're, and he said, I'm just telling you, he'll wait. Okay. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I, I, I kind of believe it when I see it, but I get it. But if you're John Sumrall and your goal is to win big one day, the first question you ask before you jump into this rolling ball of butcher knives that is the SEC, are you going to, when I go to the gunfight, what is my ammunition? And if the answer is, hey, we have this really cool sword, I'm good. I, I, because then he tells Jenny, I don't want to lose like that. And it's very similar. Pete Golding has done a hell of a job at Ole Miss. It's very well respected. Pete Golding wants to be the head coach at Ole Miss one day. You take the Mississippi State job and you immediately eliminated that that moment. That moment. It's over. I mean, we said this the other day. Pete Golding's calculus is that Lane is going to win so big here that the the job that Lane can't turn down yeah, comes his way. Maybe it's the damn Chargers. I Whatever. don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the job that Lane can't turn down comes his way. And then when he's he, hanging out holding his arm. When he going, walks hey. out the door, he goes, hey, you know, if you remember, they were here. You do a great job. And then when I got here, they went to here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hey, it's it's not bad calculus on his part. I know a lot of people. I'll put a staff together. I can put a staff together. I know everybody in the I state. recruit Mississippi. Look at how recruiting changed when I got here. There's an argument. Oh, I mean, we're making it right now. It's pretty compelling. Yeah. Also, not to get on that topic, but Luke, you have a hell of a stat there. He says against SEC opponents, not including Vanderbilt, Ole Miss has been called for 20 holds. Opponents have been called for four. Mm. That's... It's not nothing. That's definitely not nothing. The only thing I do with that is I've got to someone before I went off on some tangent. I'd have to see some. I'd have to see. You need film. You need. To see I them. need to sit down with somebody who could show me the film and cut go, them up. Let me see them. Let me see them. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I'd have to go back and really watch. Why didn't you call this or this and this? I don't know. I I, I don't know. So. Pettis holds a lot. Yeah, he does. And so they're looking for it. Yeah, it's back to the whole reputational thing. Yes. So we'll start this uh, conversation. Playoff rankings came out yesterday. Did we end that? Yeah, I guess we hit whatever we were talking about. I don't know. I can't remember. Sure. I don't think we've talked about the playoff. Well, I know we haven't done that. I mean, were we on something else and I got off topic and we didn't finish it? I don't know. Okay, it's fine. Top 10. I was up late, up early. I've been I've been recording since 630 this morning. I don't know what the hell. When are you running, Mike? Tomorrow. Okay. That's an extra? Yeah. Okay. Top 10 college football playoff it'll be a rankings. It would be a day full of programming on MPW Digital tomorrow. Okay. So if you're driving to Athens on Friday, All Saturday, we got you covered. All seven hours probably. Do us a favor, though, on these – real quick. Sure. While we got you. You want to do us a favor? On the YouTube channel, hit the play button on Pete, on The Butcher. Even if you don't watch, even if you just watch for 30 seconds, hit the play button. Just do us a favor. Hit the play button. Hit the like button, subscribe. We'd be super thankful. Just hit it. Even if you don't want to watch 20 minutes of Greg and Caroline making picks, although Caroline would be winning Neil's picks right now, uh, 
by a significant margin, which tells you how stupid this sport is, um, hit the play button. Just give give it give it one minute. Call it a day. That helps us. It is one of the best situations of explaining how dumb college football is or sports are in general that Caroline would have a, a, a large lead on Jeffrey yes. with the amount of info yes. that is intaken. Yes. Yes. Jeffrey, who watches four games at a time yes. all day versus Caroline, who will probably go to the Auburn-Arkansas game only because of her hatred for one person. Yes, and that will be the only game she watches. She named four SEC head coaches. He would name half the coordinators in college football, yes. and that is where we are. He right probably now. could name eight of the defensive secondary coaches in the SEC. Yeah, Ohio State number one again after their uh, first half struggles against Rutgers, where they won the game. Georgia number two, Michigan as we mentioned number three, Florida State four, Washington five, Oregon six. Texas 7, Alabama 8, Ole Miss 9, Penn State 10. No change in the top 10 outside of Oklahoma falling and everybody moving up one right, spot there. Right. And then Penn State coming in. Louisville's at number 11. They're in line for an access bowl berth right now. They're kind of the Ole Miss but those years ago when Freeze had them and you're just hanging around and trying to snag one of those spots. Uh, Oregon State 12, Tennessee 13, Missouri 14. And then the job Mike Gundy's done. The Cowboys are 15 right now. And the number, Oklahoma at 17, LSU at 19, Arizona, 21. Talk about a job somebody's done in a month and a half. A team lost to Mississippi State in Starkville. Iowa, 22. Good God. Tulane, 23. Again, a stranglehold currently on that group of five access bowl as long yep. as they went out. Yep. North Carolina, 24. And Kansas State, 25. Drake May can't win the Heisman with North Carolina at 24. No, I, th- I kind of think kind of think Bo Nix or Michael Penix. I do, too. Is going to get this thing. Yeah, I do too. I'm rooting for Bo Nix. Be a great story. I'm, I've been kind of rooting for Oregon all year just because of him. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm all for Bo Nix for multiple reasons. Are you? Yes. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, 
Access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. God, Jackson says he's actually putting real money on games with Caroline's picks, and he's had three <laughs> winning weeks in a row. Don't yell at me if it goes south. <laughs> nope, that's on you. You do feel like a, at some point you're destined for that 0-9. Yeah. Like, there's just that week where yeah. it's like, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> you do not get to hold that against me. That's all on you. I did. We didn't even mention real quick. We didn't even mention that part of this. That the Michigan scandal story also now includes a failed vacuum cleaner repair company and an HOA charge <laughs> because of the vacuum cleaners on the front steps. Did you see the picture? I did. Yes. Oh God. All the vacuums. God, I get it. Our HOA would have a panic attack. Oh, we'd have people put in jail. Oh. Um. I was walking in our neighborhood one day and up the street. I was like. What is that sound? Because I was listening to a podcast. Like that sounds like a goat. Like, that sounds like a goat. And then I take my AirPods out, and I'm looking around, and son of a bitch, on the top of a roof was a goat. What? A goat? On Where? Top, right up the street on a roof on top of the roof. Just back. How did a goat get on the roof? Because they had goats in their backyard, along with <laughs> chickens and everything else. But how did he get on the roof? He Hold on, no, stop. climbed to Hold the top on. of the roof. How? I mean, I've got the picture in here somewhere. I'll How, find it. How, though? How did the goat get on the roof? I guess with his feet. They can climb houses? Chase, it was on top of the roof. I didn't ask the goat, hey, Mr. Goat, how'd you get up there? How'd he get down? I didn't ask, hey, Mr. Goat, how are you going to get down? I was walking in my neighborhood, minding my own business, listening to a podcast, and I heard a goat. I looked, and I saw the goat. All right, Doris says goats can climb trees. And then this uh, uh, young lady was walking on the other side, and I was like, hey, hey, do you see that, or is it just me? And she looks at me like, why are you harassing me, old man? I'm like, no, 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 look. And she looks up there, and she's like, oh, my God, that's a goat. I'm like, that's what I thought. And I took a picture. I'll find the picture. On the roof. Yes, I'll find the photo. Not trying to be a smart ass. I just can't answer the question. No, when you say, you. How, how did it get there? I don't know. I didn't ask. Yeah, I, I get it. Okay, goats can climb. I'm getting inundated in text and the stream with the fact that goats are quite athletic. Okay, I get it. I will, I will find the photo. It's okay. It's fine. I mean, it's a good point. They are mountain goats. That's fair. All right, my fault. That was a bit of a violation of the HOA. Oh, I told you that day I probably got in trouble. I was running in the neighborhood across the street and some woman stopped me and she was like, Hey, uh, just to let you know, I, I, I promise she almost like scatterbrained, almost like a little scared. She goes, I, I'm really sorry. I promise I'm going to get those boxes out in front. Um, I, I know it's been a problem. Like we're going to get those taken up today. Is that okay? I'm like, sure. 
Sounds good. She clearly thought I was the HOA president. Had no idea I was not associated with their HOA in any way. I was like, I got no problem. Not bothering me. It's fine. You've got me searching for goat It's fine. We now. can move on and we can right, find ahead, it later. No. It's okay. Carry on. I, I, can, I can do two things at once. All right. On occasion. While Neil is doing that, I'll uh, pay some bills to you about Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. Everything from New Orleans-style barbecue. They've got the uh, signature. It's one of my favorites. It's got a garlic flavor that is a great all-purpose option, whether you want to take care of some protein during the day. You can get uh, some quick lunch, great for a salad, or take care of uh, dinner at night. When kids are busy, a lot going on, Prime Shrimp can help you out, and we're going to help you out. They deliver straight to your door. Fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate with Prime Shrimp. And you use the code RG, code RG, 25% off with Prime Shrimp. Again, that is code RG with PrimeShrimp.com. We're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. John's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows him to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Just get in touch with him. Give him some parameters and a budget. He's going to give you options that you're going to have a hard time finding on your own. Uh, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services either. It's 901-494-3387 or send him an email, Edwards at regencytravel.net. Uh, Oxford's new Greek restaurant on the square, OPA, is the perfect place to plan your Christmas party, your fabulous uh, company dinner, your festive party event, whatever the case may be. They've got great food, craft libations as well. It's a perfect place. Up to 200 guests that can accommodate. For catering or booking information, contact Jeannie at 601-421-7147. Brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They sponsor our picks, which will be up tomorrow. Uh, They can help you with, if you're you're searching for a job, they can help you. Whether you're an entry level or you're a seasoned professional, they've got opportunities across the board. If uh, your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you as well. Payment of service solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send, 662-832-5138 or servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the uh, natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile from routine checkups to advanced treatment, uh, including implants and Invisalign. Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So uh, schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. And are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Andy Ludicky can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands, 100% free, nothing to lose. It's Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net or call him at 404-973-9901. Podcast also brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Tailgate packages available for the ULM game next week. They feed 10, 20, or 40, depending on what you need. You pick up at Chicory Market. You tell them what day, Friday or Saturday, you'd like to pick it up. They take care of the rest. They got their charcuterie trays, their specialty cheese trays, their grazing trays, cheesecake dips a favorite, crudite, cookies, brownies for the kids, and much more. Again, that is johnsonhillcreamery.com. Also, uh, NE Spark, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 MBPS, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. 
your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's anyspark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, wireless mesh extender who needs the extra help, and more. Again, that is 662-238-3159. So, I just sent you a picture. I also sent you a video of Gus spotting the uh, the goat. It is the goat on the roof. To prove to you that that is me and Gus and the goat on the roof across the street. There's I mean, he's video. on the top. I told you he's on top of the house. I mean, he... I, I didn't mince words. I said he was on top no, of the house. Very correct. You asked, how did he get there? And I told you I didn't know. But that's where he was. Proof I'm, in the reporting. I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> there I you mean, go. You, you wanted proof. There you, there you have it. I can I can make it where other people can see it. Just give me a minute and I'll put it in the stream okay. for everybody. All right. Um, so you can also get in on this, uh, this goat action. And you... Uh, <laughs> Gus was pretty worked up. That's, Gus this actually like, might be the best way to do it. I will tweet it and then grab the link off Twitter. I can do all right, that. All so, right. Yeah, that I was going to go put it in our like system and grab the link and all that, but that that's a little more cumbersome. So if you're in the stream, so I'll say this about the BCS rankings. It's such go. a shame that we don't have twelve team. It's such a shame because the layout of this tournament this year would be so much fun. Yeah, I'm going to get to that in a second. Yeah, I know you are. I'm just kind of, while you're talking, people listening to this, it won't be dead air. Be a lot of fun. I would love, I think I'm for, and I've never even given it a thought before, and I'm kind of embarrassed. I'm, I think I'd be for manipulating the matchups to avoid Big Ten versus Big Ten or SEC versus SEC in week one, just to get something different. Now, after that, it, it is what it is. If you end up with Alabama and Georgia in the Orange Bowl, it is what it is. Yeah, it has to be the first round only. I mean, don't do things beyond that that are, are going to whatever. All right, here we go. Yeah, Austin, I have heard that Adam Wainwright is an absolutely terrific guy. I've heard the same. I don't want to think about it like that, but apparently he's an absolute gem of a person. So at least he's not a, not a player anymore. <laughs> you can get in on this goat action. <laughs> 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 yep. Okay. Anyway, <sighs> if there was a playoff today, if we had this twelve-team playoff, it would look like this. It would be one second. Add it up. ESPN decided to get weird on me for a second. <laughs> Here we go. Your matchups: first round, Tulane at Michigan. Okay. Okay. They get in. It is what it is. Be a lot of Green Wave fans, considering everything. Michigan's kind of hated anyway. Oh, and it'd be Cinderella, for sure. Louisville at Oregon. God bless the Cardinals in round one. But that I'd would w- not be a good environment at all, it's in for Louisville. But I'd watch. Sure. Penn State at Texas. Oh, sign me up. And Ole Miss at Alabama. Okay, so I would want... You want to manipulate it for Ole Miss to play Texas and Alabama to play Penn State. Yeah, but starting next year, see how hard it would be to manipulate it? Because Texas would be SEC. Oh, yeah. How hard would it be to manipulate Almost it? impossible. Almost impossible to go, the point where you like, it is what it is. Maybe you do your best if there's a way to avoid a game already played, but not even necessarily a conference opponent. So if Ole Miss didn't play Texas, go, okay, fine, whatever. But... I mean, Did you post the picture of the video? Or uh, I post a picture. Okay. Yeah. I'll post the video for people that want to see it. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll tweet it out. Okay. 
so those would be your your matchups, and you would have Ohio State, Georgia, Washington, and Florida State waiting in the wings. You have to be a conference champion is the reason for that, by the way. Okay. Michigan can't get a bye because they would not in this thought process win the, the conference title. The way the playoffs are situated, only conference championships gets buys. Champions get buys. So that's the, the deal there. But you no, know, it's great. Three games that most affect the standings this week. Three pretty obvious ones. That is number three, Michigan, against number 10, Penn State. Number nine, Ole Miss, and number two, Georgia. And number 18, Utah, at number five, Washington. So those are uh, those are the games. But Ole Miss up to ninth. Somebody asked, where would they go if they win? I don't know. Good bit higher. I mean, five, six, probably. It's a guess. I would think you would have a good argument to jump into the five, six range. Yes. Uh, I mean, barring in a vacuum. In a vacuum, it's hard to say, but I would think you you would jump. It would be a monumental win. You'd have a win over the number two team on the road, and your only loss would be to a team in Alabama that would jump to seven or six, presumably with the win over Kentucky. You. With guys out. But you still probably wouldn't get in. I'll just ask you guys in the stream, do you care anything about hearing from the Peach Bowl CEO? Got an email yesterday saying we can interview him if we like, and I don't mind doing it at all, but I don't know if you even care about the semantics behind whether Ole Miss goes to the Peach Bowl or the Cotton Bowl or wherever. So just... Whether it be Twitter on the message board or wherever, let me know if y'all care about that at all, and we'll go from there. What? I mean, I'm cool. I like the Peach Bowl guys; they do a great job. I just what are you asking is my problem. That's what yeah. I'm. That's my point. Is like, what's the? And, and are we going to get a real answer? Hey, if this thing comes down to two loss Missouri and two loss Ole Miss, which one do you want? Well, we love all the SEC teams. Or are you? Do you have to go by the BCS ranking? I think they actually have to take the next highest ranked team, right? I, I think. Does Missouri have a game they can lose? Yeah, Tennessee this weekend. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And they can lose at Arkansas. But that puts Tennessee into a driver's seat for one, too. The winner of that game is in really good shape to go ahead and get one. Well, yeah. Tennessee has Georgia next week. Tennessee though. has Georgia. Yeah, they yeah. can have they two have... more losses and yeah. get thrown out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to play that through in my head a little bit. That's correct. Covered all the Michigan stuff. Do you like your uh, your Bengals against Texans this week? Um, yeah, I think so. Although I'm, I'm I, I wouldn't want to lay a lot of points the way that the the uh, Texans have played, but the way the Bengals have played of late, they look like they look like the deal the last two weeks. Will Levis has uh, been named the official starter for the Titans. Yeah, he played well enough to earn that. You got to give it a shot. If you're if you're the Titans, you got to figure it out. Because why not? Well, you got to figure it out. You're not winning with Tannehill. You're not winning with Malik Lewis, uh, Willis. So you got to play Will Levis and figure it out. God, you got too many quarterbacks. What do you have? I mean, you've got to figure out what do you have. And now's the time to figure it out. You're you're not winning the AFC in Nashville this year. It's not happening. So yeah, play him 100. percent We are now officially past the halfway point in the NFL season. Wow, it's going really fast. AFC East, the Dolphins six and three, Bills five and four, Jets four and four. I'm just naming teams that are still in it. 
Ravens seven and two played really well. The Steelers five and three, the Browns five and three, and the Bengals five and three. You got quite the logjam there a bit in the AFC North. They're really good AFC North right now. Jags at six and two, winning the AFC South. Texans four and four, Colts four and five. Those Titans we're speaking of, they are three and five and in last place in the AFC South. And the Chiefs seven and two, Chargers four and four. They've been such a weird team. They with a better coach, they would be right in the middle of this thing instead of 500 and trying to figure out what they are at this point. And then Raiders 4-5. and five, They did win the first game without Josh McDaniels last week. NFC, Eagles 8-1, and one, Cowboys 5-3, and three, Commanders 4-5, and five, the Detroit Lions 6-2, and two, claiming the NFC North lead right now. Vikings 5-4. and four, They've done a nice job without Cousins and Jefferson. Packers 3-5, and five, Bears 2-7. and seven. You see where Josh Dobbs was having to give his offensive lineman his cadence on the sidelines before he got into the game the other day? Yeah, they had not, not practiced at all. And they won the game. Well, you got to remember, people used to make fun of this story. The rocket science People thing. used to make fun of it. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, he's, yeah. No, he's incredibly bright. Yeah, he's a genius. Nobody, could, nobody else could have done that. They had the one, it's one reason he hangs around like he does. It's a huge reason. Back at quarterback, great and learn guy. the system quickly. And apparently, a phenomenal guy. Mm-hmm. Not a not a not going to rock the the locker room. Yeah, you keep a guy like that around. He can quarterback. He can win games. He can be a backup. He can be a resource for your young starter. Yeah, Josh will make. He'll have a job for a long for time. A, as long as he wants one. Yeah, and I think he's starting again this week. Why would you not? Yeah. I think that's true. If he can do that well without start, without having any prep, like he and a coach spent six hours on Friday, he was brought in to be the backup. Yeah. Hey, just come in. Insurance policy. Yeah. Oh God, we wrecked the car in the first hour. Now what? Hey, Josh, oh, drive the rental. Here, you're the you're the rental. Oh, by the way, uh, good luck. There, no idea what was going on. And yet he's processing it as he goes. Learning the playbook on the fly in an NFL game. It's a low percentage of people who could pull that off. <laughs> Real low. I mean, infinitesimal. Thank you. It's a hell of an accomplishment. <clears throat> Learning an NFL playbook on the fly yeah. in a live NFL game. Oh, and go drive us down the field and win the game. Yeah, yeah. It's impressive. In that rugged NFC South, your New Orleans Saints are winning the division at five and four this season. <laughs> in line for that playoff berth. Look at you. You're, no, no, no. You're no. in. No, God, no, I'm not. <laughs> I can't wait for the 41 to 12 playoff loss that's coming. Falcons at four and five. I mean, they suck. They won't give Bijan the ball. It's the best thing that's ever happened to the Saints. They just completely refused to use B. John Robinson. Uh, Bucks at three and five, and then the Carolina Panthers at one and seven. They suck. Um, 49ers five and three. They've looked human. Pete Carroll's a hell of a coach. Seahawks at five and three, even after the loss on Sunday. And from there, the Cardinals are one and eight, and the Rams are three and six. Yeah, Rams are. Rams had a little bit of juice early, and it went fast. Went away. Seattle's interesting. They're they're fine. Yeah. They're, they're not good enough to win playoff games. They're fine, and they have a great coach who makes them more than fine. All right, so where, where did you? Where are you with the Cowboys after Sunday? Because they played well. They say I follow. Well, I mean, your former rivals employee Nick Harris. I haven't unfollowed him on Twitter, and he's the Cowboys team writer. Team writer meaning it's always going to be positive, but sure. he's 
focus his entire week of coverage on, hey, they didn't get blown out. They were right there. That actually showed them that this is all right there in front of them, which is true in a way. Mm-hmm. The other side is the Cowboys, and they just don't win the big game. Yeah. And that's kind of still where I sit on. I mean, I wouldn't – if I were putting money on teams today, I would not be putting it on the Dallas Cowboys. Just wouldn't. That wouldn't be a thing. So, NFC, you're just Eagles? They're the prohibitive flavored favorite. If I told you it wasn't the Eagles, who would you say? The Detroit Lions. Whew. Okay. Prove me wrong. No, I, I can't. Unless you want it to be the Cowboys. Because I'm not in on the Niners anymore. Look, they easily could still get there. I would have them three or four with the Cowboys. I think those four teams, are, barring some miracle run, are the only teams that can represent the NFC. Those four. Okay. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. And the Eagles getting the bye, getting that help, getting home field, it's just hard to go anywhere else. Meanwhile, in the AFC, it is a I mean, Johnny Brook. Chiefs could win the, win, the, win the conference. The Ravens could win the conference. Easily. Bengals could win it. I, I, I'm, I'm starting to go out on Buffalo. Where are you on Jacksonville and Miami? Okay, I'm high on Jacksonville, and I'm not high you on know, Miami. You know, Trevor Lawrence's stats are almost exactly equal to Mac Jones' stats through this point of their career. Really? Just stats. Yeah. Almost identical. Here's the problem for Miami, and I'm going to steal this from Ryan Rosillo because he's right. Okay. Miami, the Dolphins are this incredibly sexy, sleeky, powerful sports car okay and when everything's great oh my god it's like it's like just so smooth and it's so quick and it turns it's just like horsepower and the whole thing you're like whoa then it gets a grain of sand in the engine (laughs) a single grain of sand and it's just a complete disaster well you you're not going to win like that that's not going to win playoff games when you got to go to Cincinnati or play in the cold, or you got to go play at Arrowhead or whatever the case may be, that's that's not going to win. You have to have a you have to have a toughness about you that I don't think they have. So, but look, I think that thing. I think we're headed. I'll I'll I'll, I'll tell you what I think right now. I think we're headed to Kansas City versus either Baltimore or Cincinnati. In the, that in, Ravens, in that Ravens Bengals, essentially quarterfinal game. That's going to be either in Cincinnati or Baltimore <laughs> is going to be an absolute street fight. Your playoff bracket, if it ended today, would be the in the AFC, the Chiefs getting the bye. In the AFC, the Baltimore Ravens would host the Cincinnati Bengals in the first round. Sign me up. The Jags would host the Cleveland Browns in the first round. Interesting game. And then the Dolphins would host the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin's done one hell of a job in Pittsburgh. Well, here's the thing with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's got that one thing in the NFL other than quarterback. If you tell me, hey, your quarterback play can just be average, you get to be awesome one other place, pick. Give me a defensive line. And Pitt has that. Give me an elite defensive line. I, I I I can make some things happen with that, and they have that. Might have the best one in the league. Might have the best defensive line. They've got a top two or three coach. Yes. And the quarterback's okay. And when he's okay, they can pull it off. Now, when he's not okay, it's no, yeah, it's not good enough. Bills are currently a, a half game out of the playoffs. And then there's a bit of a log jam for two for a full game out of the playoffs. Texans, Chargers, and Jets. Got to be a neat story if Texan, the Texans could get in. Oh, for sure. 
I'd like it for Laramie, but yeah, I'd, I'd love it for I'd love it for Laramie. And then I, if I'm that team and I get C.J. Stroud gets to have a playoff experience yeah, in his rookie I, year, yeah. Because I mean, D'Amico Ryan's could do the Lane Kiffin thing and go house money. We're playing with house money, and he would be. Well, look, I like Trevor Lawrence, okay, and you know I really like Peterson. I think he's a top five coach. If you told me to buy stock right now, I think I'd buy it in the Texans in the South for sure, one hundred percent. That's where I'd go, no doubt. Because I want nothing to do with the Titans or Colts. No, if I get to have one playoff game experience for mm-hmm. CJ, talk about house money. Who? I mean, that, that exit meeting, we were like, hey, who would they play? They would play probably the Ravens. Hey, we just went to Baltimore and we lost, you know, twenty-seven to seventeen. Yeah. Hey, cool, cool. Look at, take care of yourself. Let's work on some things. You saw this, this, this. That's where we have to improve. We're, I'm now working on refining in year two with that dude. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you, if you haven't watched the Texans, what strikes you when you watch them, and I've watched them a bunch, is how poised that kid is, how charismatic that kid is. I think he's really smart. And the way that the veteran players seem to really like him. The way Laramie Tunsil smiles at that kid. They respond to him. They love him. Which tells you that in practice, he's doing things every day. That people, Those veterans are... Going, hey, this kid, this kid's the deal. This kid's Burrow. This kid's mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. This kid's got it. In the NFC, the Eagles have a game and a half lead on the Lions for the number one spot. They would have the bye. The Lions would face the Minnesota Vikings in round one right now. The 49ers would have the three seed, and they would face the Dallas Cowboys in the first round. Good game there. And then the Saints would play the Seattle Seahawks. Yay. You've seen that movie before. Uh, It'd be New Orleans, at least. That's true. It wouldn't have to be loud. It could be very quiet. It wouldn't have to be loud at all. It'd be fine. Hayden uh, says, I know you don't leave an NFL head coaching job, but when Saban does retire, uh, does Alabama give D'Amico Ryans a call? I know it's early. Just want to ask. Yes. If you told me there were, I could put two names in the hat, and I had to get it right. Mm-hmm. My two names would be Dan Lanning and D'Amico Ryans. Yeah. Now, if you're D'Amico Ryans and you got it rolling in Houston, I just don't know that you leave for a college job. Yeah. But if you're Bama, you're asking. No, you ask, absolutely ask. NFL pedigree. Yeah. Alabama guy. Very good. Incredibly good. His mm-hmm. sideline demeanor is excellent. First rate. Yeah. I love. I, there. Hey, look. I kind of finding yourself a little bit. I can't bit. keep switching teams because it's just stupid. But I like them. They're fun. It I, allows me because I don't ha- I'm don't. i an NFC team person to go, hey, Texans are cool. I'll just do that for a while. It's fine. I catch myself on one of these two TVs when I'm up here working on Sunday. I put the Texans on one of them. They're yeah. just kind of fun. And I like Laramie a lot. Yeah, sure. But they're fun. And yeah. they defensively now, they're gritty. They've already adopted his personality. Mm-hmm. And Will Anderson's a stud. Yeah. There's a reason Alabama won all those games. Oh, no doubt. Podcast brought to you in part by G&M Pharmacy there in Oxford on South Lamar or Tyson Drugs on the Square in Holly Springs. Reminder that they um, have their full line of flu vaccines available right now, including the high-dose flu shot for patients over 65. Most clinics typically give standard dose to all patients, so they highly recommend for 65 and older patients to get a high-dose flu shot. They also have the RSV vaccine for those who need that, and it's by appointment, which lets you get out in and out, super easy. 
Give them a call to schedule, and they'll get you uh, set up there. That is 662-236-2222 for Oxford or 662-252-2321 for Holly Springs. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, so much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons with trainer Susan Walt to buying your first horse and competing at nationally recognized competitions. It's also a great venue for events, corporate outings, so get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. I'll be taping with Pete Deweese tonight for Pete's Pigskin Preview. It's brought to you by Riverland Roofing. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of? Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, Riverland services Mississippi and its surrounding states. So text or call Riverland today at 662-644-4297. Are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. It's right next door to the campus with two, three, four, and five-bedroom cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Their incredible amenities will make you feel like you're living in a resort. So don't break up the gang. Instead, grab your friends, pick out your favorite floor plan, and reserve it today at collegetownoxford.com. Collegetown Oxford, this must be the place. Text their VIP list today to be the first to know when their leasing for fall 2024 is open. 662-300-3733. Oh, let's see. Something we hadn't talked about a ton, and you can read it at rebelgrove.com. I looked at Carson Beck a good bit this morning. He is pretty much dynamic when he is clean in the pocket, and Georgia does a phenomenal job keeping him clean in the pocket. It's you know We, we look at Beck and compare him to Bennett and do the whole deal yeah. and talk about Georgia in different ways, but when you kind of can let him cook a little bit and stand up, he's, he's dangerous, and they have enough talent, obviously, at wide receiver, especially using the middle of the field, to just sort of hit high percentage passes and let them go. What stuck out to me, and Ole Miss will be the best pass rush that Georgia's played this season, which, I mean, again, the job that Pete Golding and those guys, Randall Joyner, have done on the defensive front, moving guys in and out, and what they've done from a pass rush standpoint. Um, it will be the biggest test. Teams simply haven't gotten to him. Um, Vanderbilt is the only team in the SEC, yes, that's the sentence I just said, that has forced Beck to have at least or more than three dropbacks where a pass did not happen, meaning he had to run, he had to take off, he got sacked, something messed up throwing the ball on those plays. Kentucky was only able to do it once, and Auburn was only able to do it twice. Teams just have not gotten to him to disrupt the flow at all. So something to watch that has become a bit of an Ole Miss strength there that will decide that thing in uh, in Athens on Saturday. Not to give much away, but – Neil, you and I were talking this morning. It seems like a lot of people around Georgia are giving Ole Miss a, a decent chance here relative to the situation. So I have a show coming tomorrow with uh, Mike Griffith, AJC, Roddy Nubulzi, publisher of um, UGASports.com, a phenomenal site in the Rivals Network. They both, listen, they both think this is a legitimate threat for Georgia. Roddy says this is the best team that Georgia has played this season. I mean, they both think Georgia. I think that's true. I they mean, both think schedule. Georgia will win. And listen, don't call them homers when they say that Georgia's won twenty six straight games. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, okay. 
I mean, anybody that's going to pick on that, you're, you're, you need to take the, take your red and blue glasses off for just a second. But they, they, they both are predicting close games. They both think this is a scary game for Georgia. And important, more importantly, they think they, from covering Kirby all these years, they can tell that Kirby thinks this is a scary game. Kirby really pushing the fans to get there early, to be loud, to be impactful. And as I think Roddy said, he didn't do that last week against Missouri. He doesn't do that every week. He saves that. See, I don't think the line is that high. You have to remember, Vegas is not picking the score. No. They are picking equal money on both sides unless they really know something. Yeah, and when they really know something, sometimes the money goes crazy, and they leave the line there, and you go, "Oh hell, mm, that that's weird." But in general, they're simply looking for the number the public's going to be very mixed on, and eleven is about right. Had it been more than that, you got too much Ole Miss and going, "Hey, they're yeah. a top ten team in the country." Ger- Missouri just only lost by nine. Ole Miss is better than Missouri, probably. So here, yeah, ten and a half makes sense because if I told you, "Hey, it's Georgia thirty four, Ole Miss twenty three, are you floored?" Mm-mm. Not even a little. Yeah. You're like, oh, I, I get it. 35-24, Georgia over Ole Miss. Does that surprise you? I mean, no way. No. But now if I say, hey, it's 37-17, Georgia, you're like, I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. Right? In the same way, if I tell you, if I tell you, hey, it's 30-20, to 20, yeah, sure, I can see that. 31-21, 34-24, it's a 10-point game. I think they've got the line right. Do I think this could easily be 34-27, 34-30? Absolutely. I think Ole Miss can score points against these guys. The question comes down to, can you control all of their weapons? Can you get off the field a few times? Can you avoid turnovers? If Missouri doesn't turn it over twice, Chase, they might win. Oh, they were look in the fourth quarter. They had the ball down three or six or whatever it was. Yeah, I mean they just turned it over. Turnovers will kill you. You can't turn it over. You can't get a field goal blocked and run back for a touchdown. There were multiple times in that game where I was watching, going, "Hey, this is not decided." Kind of going, "Hey, maybe." What would a neutral site Ole Miss Mizzou line be? Ole Miss minus two and a half, three, four and a half, four. Okay, sure. If you put it at Mizzou, I'd call it a pick 'em. If you put it at Ole Miss, I'd make it Ole Miss minus six. Six and a half? Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah, look, win the first half. Georgia's kind of sloppy early. Ole Miss is a good script team. Georgia's given up a touchdown on the opening drive against them the last three games. Have they really? Yeah. What's causing that? My theory? Yeah, sure. They, they've been so good that coaches have really studied them. It's more than scouted them. They've studied them. And in studying them, these are smart people. Look, you don't become an SEC head coach without being pretty bright for the most part. I mean, there are exceptions. But as a rule, they see things. You don't become an SEC offensive or defensive coordinator without knowing some football. You pick up some things when you watch a lot of film. The second SEC team has fallen in basketball, but not a surprising score. Auburn goes into Waco and loses to Baylor 88-82 last night. Won't hurt him a bit. No. Scott Drew can coach basketball. He's really good. Baylor's good. 
Really good. He can recruit basketball. Sorry. Really good. And then Creighton beat Florida A and M one hundred five fifty four. The Blue Jays are ranked eighth in the country. Yeah, I don't know that I knew that. Big time program has been for a while. Butler's AD is retiring today. What's oh. that job? You're in the Big East in basketball. Yeah, you're fine. You're good. It's fine. It's a fine job. It's not a bad job. No. They play football, right? Like at the lower level. I'm sure that. Yeah, I would assume. I don't know that. Um, the only top 25 game today is uh, Florida Atlantic. We spoke to Todd Abernathy last week. He is with the Owls. They are in Loyola, Chicago, to kick off their season oh. tonight. Um, Wind Trust Arena in Chicago. That line is FAU minus six and a half. FAU ranked tenth in the country in the uh, preseason. They were huge for them. They were able to keep all their guys that were coming back from last season. They didn't get popped by the portal. So, huge deal there. Um, Thursday, nothing of any real note at all or consequence. What is our Thursday night NFL game? It's a dud completely, right? So, we're college, if anything, tomorrow night. Yeah. It's it was like Bears somebody. Oh, that's right. Uh, I'll, I'll pull it up. I, I don't yeah. remember. It was Bears somebody. It was nothing that was doing anything for us in any way. NFL schedule this week. There's not a lot on the NFL schedule. It's Carolina at the Bears. Oh, really? Yeah. Panthers, Bears. Seven fifteen. Your Saints got to go play Josh Dobbs. <laughs> hey, look, anything is losable. Okay, <laughs> San, San Francisco at Jacksonville is an interesting game. Uh, I always want to make the Chargers interesting, and the truth is, they're not. It's not a lot on the schedule. Houston at Cincinnati. Ooh, it's a dud. Cleveland at Baltimore, I guess. Denver at Buffalo. That's awful. That's awful. Kansas City, uh, the Rams, the Dolphins, and the Eagles all have buys this Uh-oh. week. Here's a stat that will really make you me, me love Mickey Loomis as we close. is If you like to go to ESPN.com, they've got where executives are picking playoff races and the division winners at the halfway point. They ask CEOs and GMs and people to make their guesses. Yeah. The uh, AFC executive on the Saints was who they went to. Defense is very sound, physical, big. Offensive line is very good. Running backs and wide receivers are dynamic. Quarterback is streaky at best, and they'd be a 12 and 4 team if he were consistent at all. Thanks. That hurts. That. That's painful. Oh. That's, you know, if they had an ace, they'd win the World Series. That is a little bit of that, isn't it? <laughs> That's a good point. Is it too late to go get one? Yeah, they don't grow on trees. It's why quarter, it's a quarterback game. It's why if you're Cincinnati, you're not too worried about the losses because you have Joe Burrow and he's healthy. What is the most interesting is that the executives, to a very high degree, picked Ravens to be different this year and be a be the AFC favorite. I can see it. They see Ravens-Eagles as the... I can see it. Dark dark horse selections included Jaguars and Bengals getting Mm -hmm. some votes. Quarterbacks. Yeah. So, just... Anyway, neat story there if you want to uh, read about that. Plenty more coming. MPW Digital. As always, the podcast is presented by Twisted Tea. Um... You can get the cases. You can get the uh, those those gallon party ball things, the party packs. Yep. There's one over here behind me. I think they've got yep. those as uh, as well. 
So Twisted Twisted T for all podcasts. We'll be back. We'll talk to Jeffrey tomorrow. We'll go over those picks. We'll go over those lines, and we'll continue to discuss Ole Miss and Georgia, 6 o'clock Saturday from Athens. So rebelgrove.com in the meantime. Take care. Talk to you then.